show for you today. I mean, it's just... The ceiling is falling down and the floor is busting open. Anyway, we got people admitting that Q, uh, they created it, they did it, and that there's no indictments. No, there's no indictments. And uh, we got all kinds of surprises on here. All kinds of Hollywood shenanigans. And uh, people on their way to Hollywood... You know, parents exploiting their kids so they can get to Hollywood. Um, I don't just have these interviews on here, you know, to just serve you the tea because I'm not like that. You know, it's got to be about the real news. Uh, What I'm trying to show you is that it's all connected. All of it. From the regular people to the stars. And that uh, it's on the collective to decide what we want this country to be. So it's on us, you know. We're going to go in with a cuber. Um, I don't judge anybody. That uh, I, I totally stand by the Q information. I, it, I just don't allow it to brand me. You know, I don't brand myself as, you know, just a person that thinks through that lens. But there are some people that do still, uh, you know, brand themselves with it, you know. Um, And I'm sure it helps them to get views or whatever. But anyway, I ran into a channel. I mean, I've been running into this channel, but I didn't really know what it was about. And I had him confused with, like, the hip-hop Vlad. Anyway, he's not hip-hop. And, um... He breaks some stuff down talking about um, this very subtle war on uh, boys and men. Here it goes. Uh, Vlad V. QAnon Sheep Dipped cl- dipped Clowns. That's the name of the video. If you want to find it, it's an entirety. I will not be showing the whole thing. Just like he said, like some really uh, valiant, salient points. Here we go. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Vlad V here with your Q posts. Yes, I know, I have changed the music. After all this hubbub about not changing the music and me liking the music. Dude, it's not about the music. Get in on the kids. Box history. Well, we are about to go down memory lane. And this is in reference to a 230-page book called Sex Bias in the United States Code, published in 1977 by the U.S. Commission of Civil Rights. And here's some of the highlights. Called for sexual integration in prisons. And I'm not going to read all of this, but the essence of it is right here. So let's go over here really quick to this fluff piece that they wrote about the integration of men and women in prison on how cologne was flying off the gift shop shelves faster than they can resupply it because men were trying to impress the ladies. (laughs) Nothing to do with rape or anything like that. Now, let's write these fluff pieces here because in prison, men rape other men. So when we would integrate women into that population, we probably wouldn't have any kind of situation like that at all. We probably wouldn't be feeding that fire at all. No, 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 no. Not enough cologne. This is nuts. She's got 
called for the sex integration of Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts because they perpetuate stereotyped sex roles. When you are a boy or a girl, separation is necessary because your hormones are running wild. And it's very important that you are taught how to take that energy and put it into something productive. But when you remove all the barriers to having sex, it facilitates all the things necessary to end up being a child that raises another child. This is the stupidest thing. I have no words. And here we've got Boy Scouts of America may file for bankruptcy because of sexual abuse suits. Again, this is men with boys. Let's throw girls in on that also. Here's another article. Girl Scouts filing lawsuit against Boy Scouts over name changing because they're losing recruits. Girl Scouts now want to be a Boy Scout and the Girl Scouts are suffering. And this has always been my argument. Feminism has never been about women. It's been a war on femininity. It's always wanted to turn men into bitches and make the woman the new man. Look at it. Look at the results if you want to argue with me. It's always been a war on feminine energy, yin energy. Insisted on sex integrating college fraternity and sorority and replacing it with college social societies. There are no boys, there are no girls. We're just gray people, right? cast constitutional doubt on the legality of Mother's Day and Father's Day as separate holidays. No, let's have Mom-Dad Day, because otherwise it's discriminatory. You know what? Let's all have our birthday on the same day while we're at it. Here's the one that really chaps my ass. Called for reducing the age of consent for sexual acts to people who are less than 12 years old. That's called pedophilia, crazy lady. We've got this article right here. Request to bring in child brides okayed legal under U.S. law. And this article is about the thousands of child brides that were okayed in the United States in the last 10 years. Absolutely disgusting. And then here recently, Desmond, which is an 11-year-old boy that is identified as a girl, was applauded on Good Morning America for essentially doing a strip show in front of men and how brave she is. Oh, hold on, I'm being sexist. He, she is. Look, kids, the argument isn't on whether I'm a homophobe because I don't like him dressed as a girl. I could care less. The argument we're having is whether it's okay to sexualize an 11-year-old child. What if this was somebody's daughter wearing fake eyelashes, wigs, high heels, but flawed. What about beauty pageants? I feel the exact same way about beauty pageants. It's sick. An 11-year-old child has no business wearing makeup, false eyelashes, and strutting their stuff down a runway at ogling adults. They should be out riding bikes and playing in the dirt and playing with dolls and doing kid stuff, not adult stuff. When I was 11 years old, all I knew was that my body was waking up to something. I didn't have somebody telling me what I was supposed to be doing. Part of being a prepubescent child is 
finding out who you are, not being told who you are, and then being applauded and getting all this attention. You know what kids love more than anything else in the world is actually an evolutionary instinct is attention. Kids are addicted to attention. So if you put a dress on a heterosexual kid and you give them good morning America levels of attention, they just might go ahead and decide to be something they're not. Okay, I was trying to wait a really long time to cover this. Uh, I think that now is the time uh, to understand what's going on with this uh, Desmond is Amazing situation. It is very disconcerting that any child, like I said, no matter what proclivity to be, you know, performing at a place where pedophiles possibly are he's and then we know that he sat next to a killer I don't see how all of uh, the world isn't you know concerned about this but I guess they're not anyway he's just getting more and more attention but not you know not for the right things anyway here we go Desmond and the party mo monster here we go when I was about 12, I saw him on the Bravo show, him and all these crazy club kids, and they were stars for no reason. I mean, they all had their own special thing about them, but they talked about what they did, about these parties they did, and all this fun they had, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's what I want to do. No, do you, do, do, do you do ketamine on the couch? Do it. <sighs> See, that's the thing that disturbs me is that they're talking about drugs, you know, like muscle relaxants, uh, all kinds of drugs that adults are, you know, even talking about it with these kids, even if they allegedly not giving it to him, giving it to him. This should be disturbing. Anybody in the presence of drugs like this, like, you know, Janice Dickinson's like, don't go to Bill Cosby's house and have tea. I mean, it's just like, I, I just think everybody needs to be concerned about this. These, this, these are drugs around children, not healthy. Idiot. <laughs> what has this world come to? It's come to a world where drag kids actually exist. And people do ketamine on a couch. <sighs> do you know? And the kid just pretended like he did it and enjoyed it. Just do that. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Who am I sitting next to? What? I watched documentaries um, for kids about not I bet. You, I bet you did. I bet you did. Hey, what's going on, YouTube? It's me, your boy, LP. And this video is going to be a bit of an addendum to my... His name is Just Another YouTube Uploader last episode of you can't stop progress there was a clip in there which on the surface might be a little bit unsettling but in order to really appreciate how dark it is you need to know some of the wider context of what's going on in this clip so what do we got here well we got this drag kid in the middle his name's desmond is amazing if you don't know him by face you probably know him by name he has been all over the media lately with features in vice magazine huffington post mike dot 
Vogue.com, as well as a photo shoot in Vogue, which is about as mainstream as you can get. And he was like the spokesperson for a major pride parade. I can't remember if it was Los Angeles or New York City, but it was a big one. He's won some awards and he's just been plastered all over the place. Now he's flanked by these two old used up queer dudes sitting on this couch and they're in front of a painting where you can see the feet of a girl skipping rope and the word Rohypnol. And Desmond in this video seems a little bit out of it. His eyes are kind of droopy. He seems low energy. And that's basically what you got on the surface. And that's enough to maybe be a little bit unsettling. That's enough for you to say, I don't know exactly what's going on here, but I'm not sure that I'm okay with it. But like I said, it gets deeper because what you may not know is this guy to Desmond's right is Michael Alig. Now, Michael Alig was made famous in the 90s when he was portrayed by Macaulay Culkin in a film called Party Monster. That's right. This guy is the party monster. Now, if you've seen that movie, you know how fucked up this is. If you haven't, let me fill you in. Michael was a club kid in the late 80s, early 90s. He got hooked on drugs. His life spiraled out of control. He ended up living in sort of a flop house with a bunch of other party kids, and including his drug dealer that he had move in. He got indebted to his drug dealer for thousands of dollars, and one day his drug dealer got sick of being put off and came to collect. Michael and another one of the roommates, a guy who they called Freeze, murdered the drug dealer who went by the name Angel. So what they did was they bashed him over the head with a hammer a few times, put a pillow over his face to suffocate him. And then this part's a little bit contentious, but according to Freeze, Michael filled up a syringe with Drano and injected Drano into Angel's veins, as well as shot Drano into his mouth and then duct taped his mouth shut. Michael denies that, says it's a dramatization, but personally, I'm inclined to believe Freeze because first of all, why would you make that up? Second of all, Michael just seems completely psychopathic with no boundaries. Uh, if you want to get a better sense of the guy, you can watch the documentary, which is called Party Monster, a shockumentary, and they talk about the kind of guy Michael was. For example, he peed on people from the upper level of parties because he thought that was a funny prank. He would pee in bottles and give it to people and tell them it was Gatorade so they would drink it. He would spike people's drinks with drugs all the time just to fuck around. And one of the guys who knew him wrote an article saying that he also pimped out underage kids to his rich friends. So pretty much a fucked up dude, but I can understand why he would deny injecting Drano into Angel because let's face it, that's a whole orders of magnitude just more fucked up. I mean, that's just a whole nother level. But anyway, enough about the Drano. They didn't know what to do with the body, so they put it in their bathtub with some ice. After a few days, it really started to stink. And so Michael said they had to deal with it. He offered to deal with it if Freeze would give him 10 bags of heroin. Freeze did and exchanged for the 10 bags of heroin, Michael chopped up Angel's body, put it into a box, and dumped it in the Hudson River. A couple weeks went by and he thought he got away with it and he started bragging to all his friends about how he had murdered Angel. Everybody thought he was just talking shit because that's the kind of guy he was. But eventually the box washed up, they found the body, they issued a warrant for his arrest and he fled the city trying to escape justice, but they caught him. He took a plea for manslaughter and got out after 17 years. So if you didn't already have reason to question the parenting choices that Desmond's mother is making, <laughs> now you can add that to the pile of questionable decisions that her kid is hanging out with this dude. So as somebody who has my own kid, I was asking myself, why would you do this? Why would All right, we're going in with William Mount. I think he's going to... 
He's gonna blow it out today. I think he's about to drop it. Oh no, he's about to drop Are you ready for it? If it's true, it's true, and if it's not, Say it's not. Say that again. I, I think I missed that. Or ask anyone, but please realize we're going to tell the truth, regardless of the criticism we receive. And we've gotten a lot of it over this story, let me tell you. Oh, no, um, I've gotten a lot. There's a lot of people who are coming unglued over the truth, but we refuse to tell you something that's not true. We refuse to go along with anonymous posts. If it's true, it's true, and if it's not, it's not. Um... We're going to discuss a lot of things, but we've got a sidetrack today because Q finally came out. Our story is the, Trump is purging the FBI as Q admits they're fake. Apparently, there were two guys, and their names... It was by design. Well, I don't suppose it's, it's important, but their names are actually Manuel Chavez and James Brown. One of them calls himself James the Fargo Brown. and the other the Dreamcatcher. And they started this QAnon as a live-action role-playing game. And they started posting what they call, sorry, I'm going to swear, S-H-I <clears throat> posts, shit posts. They started uh, posting garbage. And they said, we're going to... They were looking for cues in the clouds. I think I saw... Trump just farted and it was in the shape of a cue. You to post garbage and see how many people follow our lies. And they had a big, long interview. If you want, to, you want the reference to that, it's on Aim for Truth, and we posted it on William Mount, too. So we've got to stop... And talk about how the 70,000 indictments were fake. They were an SHI post. And you couldn't they tell were garbage. people nothing. They came out in the fall of 2017. And in October 2017, after Hillary was exposed on a video killing the second child. Remember the first video a year ago where Hillary killed a child? The second video where she, she peeled the face apart and then killed the child on video. When that happened, and she was not arrested by the Department of Injustice, thank you for your treason, Department of Worthless Justice, um, we knew, God said there would be no mass arrests. They didn't arrest Hillary for this. They didn't arrest Huma They didn't arrest anybody. And everybody's just like, just, just stay calm. Trust this invisible plan. Trust it all. Let them kill two children on a video, and they were not arrested. Now, if they're not going to arrest the Fazl Rat for open murder... They're not going to have mass arrests, are they? Oh, they might indict them. What happened? Yes, they're going to indict them. BF. What happened to Gitmo TV? I mean, stick them in hardcore prison, life imprisonment for doing that. They didn't, did they? So Q goes along, and and uh, he just... I, I, I don't know what to say. He To give you credit, William, you never, you know... You just talked about the information, and it wasn't about going under a brand. I tried to tell them 
branding yourself and not just sticking up for the truth, it's not smart. Made a fool out of so many people. And I, we had so many people come against us. They really are 70,000 indictments. Where? They're not on Westmark. They're not on Nexus or Lexus. They're not on the military computer system. Where are they? Well, it turns out the post, he admits, it was a total fake. Fraud. So while we've got the banking system sucking us dry of $2 trillion a year, we've got this European thing falling apart, the EU. QAnon is posting all these lies. Oh, we've got military tribunals. Oh, we've got blah, blah, blah. Well, there are the people who left, like Flynn and, uh, and, and uh, Mad Dog Mattis, are working for Trump in the Make America Great Association. It's not QAnon intelligence. I mean, they even had the general, commanding general of the armed forces coming in, General Miley. Oh, yeah, I'm with QAnon. They even had the commanding general of our military forces go along with the lie. It was a total lie by a couple of mama's boys. They wanted to do a role-playing game to see if anybody was stupid enough to follow an anonymous source. So, Jerome Corsi went along, and Corsi worked with the president, and everybody believed him, and then, and then all kinds of other people went along with it. We're not going to mention the people who went along with it, but they all went along with Q. Oh, it's just Q intelligence. No, it wasn't. Um, they were there at Forbidden knowledgetv.net slash uh, tag slash defango. And when you go into Q and when you make a TV program like that, when you make money from this, you have a website and then that website ties into your bank account. So you darn sure know that the FBI and the CIA and the other 76 intelligence agencies in the United States knew exactly who he was, where he lived, where his bank accounts are, and they just went along with it and they would just perpetrate this lie. The world is watching this insanity train go along as nobody goes to jail. A woman. Well, we think she's a woman. We don't know. She's a demon-possessed woman. We're on number seven now. The frazzled rat commits murder on a video and is not arrested. The world is shocked. This woman would have been president. She commits open murder on two videos and is not arrested. No orders from Trump, no orders from Pence. And QAnon says, oh, we're going to have military tribunals. We're going to arrest 70,000. No, Trump has arrested over 15,000 pedophiles, yes. And about a third of the underlings and the banksters have been uh, taken off this planet. Like mainly the heads of Deutsche Bank. Because they didn't do as God had directed them to do. I mean, there's other things to talk about. This storm hitting the East Coast. We warned America three months ago about this storm now ravaging the East Coast. There are other things to warn America about other than a couple of mama's boys who decide to start a QAnon post and then have all these people follow. You know, if they don't have a name and a telephone number, don't listen to them. If they're anonymous, if they're so anonymous, they refuse to show their face, don't listen to them. They're lying. So um, they went to Cicada 3301. A puzzle site, and they turn this into a show. What was his exact words? A ship posting hex verse. And then he said, I think it was, what did he say, Jane? In October, he gave the word Matlock, and then other people got in there and started doing more, more a shit posting hex verse. Um, and they're not sorry for it. Uh, people were selling QAnon decoding programs for $999.99. Oh my so, God. So many people made money off of this. And that's why, even if they suspected that it was false or that 
you know, it might hurt the whole truth or movement. They went along with it because they were profiting from it. This defrauded a lot of people. They're not sorry for it. They were not arrested. They were not even detained. The FBI did nothing. The Department of Justice did nothing. The CIA did nothing. These are did all worthless really agencies that need to, to go away. And now the MS mainstream media is trying to pin this on Trump. Because everybody at a Trump rally is yelling, Q, Q, Q. The lie that was told is called treason. But when does the Department of Justice arrest anyone for treason? Trump must have when does the president order the arrest of anyone for murder on videos? It ain't happening. The elites do not get arrested. Put that in your mind. The elites do not get arrested. Does that mean they're not indicted? No. Um, what turned, what started as a military intelligence op, he said that, I think that was, um, it was the De, De Fargo, Michael Chavez said, what started as a military op ended up as a rah-rah Trump, and now the mainstream media is all over us, trying to make us state that it was a, a Trump hoax. It wasn't a Trump hoax. There's a couple of mama's boys who, who were hackers who got into a long, a live role-playing game, a LARP. Unbelievable lies. And in the meantime, in the meantime, America got hurt. We had her. many of the people believed it. Many of the people who post anonymously followed this anonymous posting and made many people believe that President Trump was going to arrest these elites. But what we should learn is that no matter what people like me say, you couldn't pull these people's coat. I was called every name. It, I was being divisive. When you can't listen to people who are on your side, you got a problem. We have to be able to tolerate diversity of thought, even on the same side, even on the right side. Maybe that could save us from going off a cliff. Maybe that could save us our credibility from looking like total fools. A week ago, when I first started really getting, I mean, I called the, the BS on Q last year, I called it. And the people that were reporting about it most, the Jordans and all these people, and then listening to them start off each broadcast with, well, Q is telling us and Q is giving us, like we're in kindergarten. It's about the information. It's not about who is giving it to you, especially if they're anonymous. The whole truth or movement could have gone down with the credibility of the Q thing. And that was by design. They created Q. I think that, uh, I think they created it on purpose so that they could use the truth and then discredit the banner and then of course we look crazy because everything that we were saying which was absolutely true would be discredited by the Q thing we all need to wake it up stop the idolatry stop depending on other people to don't let anybody else become your identity don't put anybody above the most high I'm not kidding it we're in the, the last days and he tells us, do not put faith in man. Do you, how many people stood up to, to get in line behind an imaginary thing that they knew nothing about? They believed in it more than they believed in Jesus. 
because the information was true. But the entity that was dispensing it was shady. And that is really... I, I was trying to tell you the other day, but um, the information is still good. The information is all there and still good. But now, when we try to go with the Q information, all these lefties are going to be like, oh no, Q is fake. Da, da, da. But that doesn't mean the information is fake. And that's why I always said that. And that's just the truth. It ain't happening. You didn't arrest him October of 2017, there will be no mass arrest. Now, he is taking the FBI apart because the FBI tried to kill him with a shooter on the 1st of January, and then they just arrested him. And, and how do we know that? Anyway. The dude, um, what was his name? In other news, FBI busted a man who sold his car and bought a rocket launcher and was going to blow up the White House. Hashir Jalal Tahibi says, I could go to another country and blow people up. Jihad is a mandate for us. But he says, I think if I'm in this country and I blow people up, that makes more of an impact. This is what we're importing. This is it. Um, this Trump versus Clinton war, the nationalist versus globalist, has spread to Europe, the European Union. This is other news. QAnon is, I hope I never hear that name again. Because when God speaks, he speaks. If he says there aren't going to be mass arrests, there aren't going to be mass arrests. No matter what QAnon or XAnon or PAnon or RAnon or Zanon or, or any XPQZYS people say, there will not be mass arrests. There's no, there's no uh, getting around it. When God speaks, it's happening. Look at the middle of the country. We said there would be a snowstorm. There's a snowstorm. When God speaks, it happens. That's it. So um, when God said there would be an attempt on Trump on the first and the second, there was. So now this guy who bought this rocket launcher, um, unbelievable. You know, everybody's focused on what Q and X and Y and Z are doing. And when God speaks, people just go over here and listen to somebody else. Unbelievable. So this war is spread to Europe. Germany and France just signed a treaty about mass migration. And then Merkel came out, oh, we'll pay you a couple thousand dollars to go home. Well, gee, many Christmas, they get three or $4,000 on Social Security refugee pay. Here in America, it's 5000 But 80 million people on Social Security and another 80 million on refugee pay. We just make the money up. That's what's partly supporting the world economy, $2 trillion in Social Security being paid out all around the world to people who claim to be refugees, but they don't live in America. Unbelievable. So Germany and France signed this treaty, and then Italy, Poland, and Hungary, and another five countries signed another treaty. We ain't accepting the migrants. They got to come here legally. So Europe is pulling apart at the seams, as in Germany doesn't have very many riots or revolutions. But Merkel, that, that Nazi, the state, the Stasi, the state socialist versus national socialist. A Nazi's a Nazi. Merkel, the Nazi, has teamed up with Macron, the Nazi, the perverted freak having, Merkel, having homosexual orgies in the Palace of Versailles, have teamed up. I know you're really mad. Really bad that they're getting it on. And some treaties along with Belgium and, and the NATO headquarters. Uh, and unbelievable. And the rest of Europe is signing another treaty. They're pulling they're pulling themselves apart at the seams. And and uh, Britain, under Theresa May, she committed treason and wouldn't allow Brexit to go through. The Parliament just voted down Brexit because what happened was she created a Brexit that was would have destroyed the United Kingdom. 
And so the parliament said, you're crazy. Get out of here. And so Theresa May committed mass treason. We've got this going on all over Europe. And then we've got these little mama's boys screwing with people in America. And there are no arrests by the Department of Justice. Thank you for your treason, Department of Justice. Thank you for your treason, FBI. Um, but this confusion that's happening, President Trump is able to function. I mean, it's so bad that the Washington Post published an article for the 1st of May, for the 1st of May of 2019, says Trump runs to Crimea. All Trump has to do is pick up the phone. He's got 10, he's got, I can route up 300 volunteers to start smashing heads in Congress in one day. All he has to do is activate me. That's not hard. Make America great again. There's a lot of generals. But that's not the way he works. Right now, in the FBI, there are indictments and there are investigations. Remember, the elites never go to jail. They go to these, these clubs, club meds. James Comey, former head of the FBI, Andrew McCabe, Sally Yates, Peter Strozak, James Baker, Lisa Page, General, General Brund, uh, Mary McCord, Michael Corton, Preet Gura, David Lofman, and James Rybicki are currently under investigation. These are big hitters, former head of the FBI, former head of the Department of uh, uh, Attorney Generals, um, assistant attorney generals. They're all under indictment. And again, over... Are you ready for it? with what's going on with these little boys 
that are being taken to, you know, clubs to dance and do whatever. This is a movement, people. Wake it up. Something's going on. And um, they started off having, you know, phone, boning, oh my God. all right? And uh, he would tell her, I want you to be more feminine, you know, dress more feminine. He said he likes it, so she started to do it. And um, she was getting, I guess, on hormones and stuff like that for him, but she realized this is who she really is, and this is what she wants. But she said that what drew the line with Brian McKnight was he wanted her to get the peewee cut off. She said, oh. I'm keeping my dang dog. Okay, she said she's not doing it. Oh. She's not doing it. And she was just telling the, the person interviewing her. I ain't going to say her name. But um, she was saying, like, you know, she's so surprised about all these men oh that are into God. it, uh, into transgender. I'm like, girl, y'all know I do not like exposure, Sonny, okay? Harshly, I've been staying away from them. Shit, we're going to talk about it, okay? We're going to listen, comment, let us know what you feel. I feel like this exposure is wrong for exposing Brian tonight and exposing R. Kelly. Well, oh, God. you know, that's a whole different What's story. What's you mess with me. But as far as Brian McKnight, keep your business your business. Oh, my You know, God. I'm assuming, listening to the interview, she was upset that um, he wanted her to get the dance done cut off, and she didn't want that, you know? And she then she claims that he was uh, brainwashing her and um, wanted to control her, but yet she was enjoying the expensive things Brian McKnight was oh, giving what? her. Uh, you know, she was able, she didn't have to go nowhere. So it's coming to the point where they're going to bribe people to cut off their junk and the kids aren't, don't have a choice. But the adults, I mean, and the teenagers, they're probably going to bribe them to cut off their junk. Night provided her drivers to drive her any and everywhere. She could buy whatever she wanted. Girl, sit your ass down. Oh, I know you didn't say that. I, I don't understand that concept, you know. You want, it's a price for everything. You didn't know that? You just thought you was going to sit back and just take all this man stuff and he wasn't going to try to control you? Come on now. It's a price for everything. Nothing is life is free. And I know you heard of that, okay? Shit. <laughs> Anyhow. No. Feeling it all. So you guys ready to listen to this interview? No. First she starts off with the R&B king. And then we're going to get more into Brian Knight. Now, she I'll said she's not going to tell who she's talking about. But, girl, oh, I did some more digging. No. And the people no. are saying it was Brian Knight. It was Brian. And another thing she did that pissed me off, too. This transgender person, she exposed another transgender. She sounded like a fucking hater. She's going to say some, yeah. It was a girl in um, drum, oh. whatever. Video, music video and she's like yeah she's a transgender she's she's one of them and she's a feature like bitch you ahead i grew up with her that's her business that's her story don't go around telling other bitches story okay oh i can't stand bitches like that but i did have to change the tone of this interview you know so i won't get caught up no no the drama all right so let's listen y'all let's listen yeah, and I'd like to take another person out there. Um, 
because I just, I thought I had a friendship with him. I'm not going to say his name, but it's very obvious who he is. He's the king in Chicago in the music industry. I understand. And I met my uh, former lover through him because mm-hmm. they're friends. Mm-hmm. And you said they play, they play basketball together among yes, other they things. Do. Mm-hmm. And I, um, once I, you know, did this and once word got to my lover, mm-hmm. this, you know, this quote unquote friend of mine who's also his friend. The king of R&B. Exactly. He, you know, had a problem with me and cut me off and gave me shade. So I don't understand what that's all about, but, you know, their little secret society is going to be put on blast. It's not going to be by me, but eventually the world will see what's going on and so will their wives. Well, your lover is is divorced now. Yes, he is. And and so, do you think he's trying to get back with you, or you think he's just trying to squelch this situation or just give you a backhand across the room, like allegedly he used to do with his wife? You know what? I would, but I would dispose as much as I can because I think he's a repulsive individual and someone. I can't. Was just to be like a like a hanger on part of the atmosphere. Right. I didn't necessarily work for him, but I worked in the same building as him. So then one day, the C-list R&B singer was introduced to you by the King of R&B. Exactly. Well, you know what? He wasn't introduced to me by now. I shouldn't say that. It's just that he was there visiting him. Okay. I can't. This lady posted the whole interview. I can't, I can't. Is he a gentle, tender... I, ca- I can't. If that, that's where I draw the line. We don't need to hear anymore. Oh, God, no. I don't know. Kyla Powers Radio. <sighs> Today's whole episode, having a deal with what is going on in this culture, the sudden change that is having a huge impact that most of the public is either unaware of, doesn't think concerns them, and they're going to wake up and they're going to realize that their sons are gone. And your sons are gone because whoever wants to take over is going to be a whole lot easier, you know, with their junk off. So, you know, think about it before you embrace it all, you know. It's happening. Wake it up. you expose your child to this level of danger and you might think well obviously for just like money and fame and exposure but I looked into this a little bit and I've come to a different conclusion I have a bit of a theory I can't prove it of course I'm just speculating here I'm just spitballing but I want to make my case which is that Desmond's mother, who goes by Wendy Lou, which is another Dr. Seuss fucking name, by the way, at some point she must have developed a hibistrophilic attraction towards Michael Alleg. That attraction probably drove her further interests in drag, because there's a RuPaul connection here that we're going to get to. And then she imbued that interest into her son Desmond, who also started to idolize Michael to some degree or want to emulate 
emulate him. And, and I'm sure Desmond has seen the movie Party Monster. That's part of the case I'm gonna make. Now you're asking yourself, this sounds like a stretch. How could I approve any of this? Well, just wait, I'm gonna make the case and you're gonna be blown away by my deductive reasoning. But before I get to it, there are just two more things I wanna show you that aren't really related to the case, but are just really fucked up and I want you to be aware of. The first is that that painting hanging over the couch, the one with the skipping girl, which says Rohypnol. And in case you don't know, Rohypnol is the date rape drug. It's something that they roofie people with to make them complacent so that you can molest them, rape them, whatever, and they don't remember what happened to them afterwards. Michael Alec painted that. He sells prints of his paintings starting at $500, and I'm just showing you a few more pieces of his work so you can get a little bit more insight into this guy's mind and maybe understand why I'm inclined to believe that he probably injected Drano into his roommate's veins. The second fucked up thing that I want you to be aware of when you think about people letting their kids hang around this dude is that this is one of the opening scenes from the film Party Monster. Let's see, what else? Oh, once when I was 10, my Sunday school teacher took me back to his house. He taught me how to French kiss, among other things. He really took my boy under his wing. Very nice man. His mother caught us in the basement. She screamed, I told you not to bring them here. And he said, don't, you'll frighten them away. So Michael Alec, at least according to the film, was sexually molested when he was 10 years old. I think that's worth being aware of because if you know anything about child sex predators, they tend to have been preyed upon when they were children. It's a whole cycle of abuse thing. So the fact that that appears to have happened to him just means he's that much more of a red flag, that much more of a risk, and someone that shouldn't be within 100 feet of kids. Now as for my conspiracy theory that Wendy Lou has a hibistrophilic obsession with Michael Alec, I have a bunch of evidence here. I'm not sure exactly how to present it to you, so this might be a little bit jumbled. I apologize for that. The first thing I'm going to show you is the evidence to support my earlier claim that Desmond has seen the film Party Monsters, and it has to do with one of those clips I played at the very start of the video where Desmond seems to imitate doing a bump of Special K off of that space between your thumb and your forefinger, just like real drug dealers do. No. <laughs> Do you do 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 you do ketamine on the couch? Do it. You're an idiot. Kids, what has this world come to? It's come to a world where drag kids actually exist. And people do ketamine on a couch. <sighs> do you not just do that? <laughs> what? Oh my God! Who am I sitting next to? What? I watch documentaries um for kids about not. I bet. You, I bet you did. I bet you did. How would a 10-year-old kid know this? I didn't even know what ketamine was when I was 10 years old, much less how it was done. Seems a little bit strange, doesn't it? And then last night I was doing my research. I watched the shockumentary. I rewatched Party Monsters because it's been so long since I've seen it. I wanted to refresh my memory. And I saw this scene, which I found pretty interesting. What do you do? I don't do. I just am extremely rich. Anyway, if I'm to stay in this roach motel a moment longer, we're going to need to take things up a notch. I, I don't do drugs. Nor do I. Did you see that? It just flew right up my nose. My mother says drugs are for losers. She's so right. The ketamine hydrochloride, a.k.a. Special K, is mainly used by vets as an animal tranquilizer. When taken by humans, it works as a dissociative drug. Selectively reducing excitation in the central mammalian neurons by N-methyl aspirin. 
In other words, it fucks you. <laughs> I don't know. I just found that a kind of interesting coincidence. Now, here's something else I find interesting, okay? This is a Instagram account called Official Club Kids and More. And they posted an old picture of Michael Alleg on August 5th. So this is literally uh, like 10 days ago this was posted. And there's a comment here from Desmond is Amazing, which says, this is one of my favorite photos of Michael and then two heart emojis. Now I'll click on this to show you that this is the real account, verified 83,000 followers. And here, right here it says account owned by mom. He's also got professional management by the way, but this is the really interesting part, account owned by mom. So can we safely assume that it's Desmond's mom who is posting to this account? Yeah. And is it Desmond's mom that left this comment? I mean, I'm not sure which is more disturbing. Either the 10 year old kid has favorite photos of a convicted killer or the mom does. And I think it's the mom who posted this personally. I can't prove it again, but it just makes sense considering she runs the account. And see the hearts here. I mean, this supports my whole hibistrophilia theory that I'm throwing at you. And by the way, I don't know if I've explained what hibistrophilia is yet, but it's when you get on by somebody doing something completely vile, like killing or serial killing or pedophilia. And it's very common in women, and it's almost exclusive to women. You say you got a headache? Because I actually do have a headache from all this stuff. Like, I don't care who you are, what proclivity. Don't cut your junk off for anybody. I don't care who it is. Michael, Elvis, come back from the dead. I don't care. Don't do it, people. Love yourself. Love all the pieces that you were born with. You never know when you might need them. Like, in case new human beings need to be made, you know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Even if, even if you wanted to adopt kids and you wanted it to be your own kid, you want it to be your own stuff, right? I mean, I don't know. It's none of my business, but it's all of our business when it comes to doing things underage with kids and taking away uh, the rights of parents to decide what's going to go on with their own kids. Oh God, I guess we have to cover the rest of it. Here we go. I don't know how much more I can say, but if we are anyone who's in denial about Peter Gate or Pizzagate, and they see this kid, this Desmond kid, and they don't understand that there are people out here that are sick enough to use their kids. And um, there's sometimes people that live in such poverty. I mean, in the sense that, you know, I don't know Macaulay Culkin's story, but it seems like, you know, he and his siblings supported their whole family, you know, so I'm saying when a whole family is dependent on a kid, there's so much pressure and it is so tied up in their self-esteem and they're wanting to be a good person, they're wanting to be accepted and they're wanting to 
be stars that it's um if you can't understand that that there are people like this you know how how many parents we saw we've seen in these videos that they're putting their kids on twitter and advertising them to people you know and then you wonder how somebody like john podesta or one of these people gets them and it's it's they could just be born to monster parents or parents that don't mind them around monsters and i i find it really amazing how people can get so indignant about uh me too and all this other stuff you have such compassion for adults but children that don't really have uh, any protection because they're smaller and their parents just might be out to lunch you know I just don't know how we just we talk about it and we don't do anything And uh, I think we look at a lot of stars and we, we're so mesmerized by the talent that you don't know what that person has been through. You don't know what they've been through. And people in this government that are actually doing the heinous things in some of the alphabet agencies we know that they're watching excuse me we know that they're watching child porn you think that they're gonna go and stop these people you think they're gonna arrest these people you think the agents are going to ask any questions as long as the kid keeps booking work. I, I'm out of creativity right now. I don't have any solutions right this second. Other than us taking, I mean, I don't know what people could do. sleeping we're just sleeping and we we're probably not feeling some people are like that's not your kid why are you you know every kid every kid is our kid because that's that's who we're going to be dealing with out in the world and when somebody knocks you over the head and takes your pocketbook or somebody has to make a decision about your life in a hospital 
all these values and what they were exposed to as children and what was allowed to be okay, their values are affected. And just because people look a certain way or they smile, you have no indication of of what their limits are, of what they're into, of just like I said, if you've seen a Hollywood star and then you hear that person, you know, can take a lot of pain with the chains and the whips or or give it to anybody, that is a person that is seriously hurting. But if you never happened to hear that, you would never even know or suspect. And we've got to stop. We've got to stop assuming things. Just assuming that everybody has the same values as we do. That everybody actually cares. So many people are walking wounded that they, they can't even worry about this next generation of kids. But you better worry about this next generation of kids. Because that's the populace. And they don't have structure. The, the, the structure that we had, as flawed as we are, is severely lacking. The moral structure... They're being raised by iPads, iPods, people that are fake characters on the internet, people that never grew up, party people. This person that he was following, Michael, whatever his name is, I'm not judging him. I don't know who the heck he is. I don't know what he's been through. But I know that that party culture, maintaining that into your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, when when are you ever going to really uh, I don't know, I don't know. You're probably not gonna have a family and and be contributing to society positive things. Put it that way. We decide what the standard is going to be. But we're all in our own world. We're all in our own worlds. Experiencing all this pain in our own worlds. And so it just keeps going. Until we all just finally get fed up. I guess we're not at that point yet. We have to fall so low. Something unfortunate has to happen to somebody that makes it relevant where we all snatch our minds back and realize that we should be doing something that laws should be enforced the choice is yours the responsibility is all of ours it's not on one person. It's like this is the collective. This is us as a collective. Stop pretending that people are perfect or that they should be. They're not. Almost nobody is. 
there's always some place in, in the life, some area that's totally chaotic. Now that chaos that, that used to belong to only certain areas or certain people or certain places, it's bleeding over. It's bleeding into schools where kindergartners are being exposed. I don't care if it's gay or straight. I really don't care. Children have enough on them right now that they don't need to be thinking about anything. Somebody was saying it might have been the young lady that I had on, the goth girl. It's like, oh, no, no, no. The the Cuba was saying that, you know, when you're at a certain, when you're like 11, 12, that's kind of where you kind of get an idea of this is the kind of person I think I'm going to be. This is kind of what I'm going to have to offer. And you kind of, without the sexuality being in it yet, you can really get a handle and get a leg up on what you want to be and do in life. It is one of the most amazing special times in your life because you don't have all the responsibilities and pressures of being an adult or the complications that sexual relationships bring. You're responsible only to yourself, you know, and your little responsibilities that your chores that you have or whatever. But that's the time when you should be exploring the world, you know, experiencing music, reading books, uh, asking questions and thinking about all of that. And, and whenever, whenever, as soon as survival becomes the main worry or sexual things, sexual health, sexual attractiveness, all of that comes in, that part of your brain that's working on you developing into a human being, the priority of that just gets dashed. And the end game becomes all about how you look. And, you know, what you do to have a good time, which is all they're talking about around this kid are drugs. So he's being taught, even if this is all right with you, he's being taught that the primary important things are how he looks and, and the, the highs that he can bring to adults. That's what's being reflected back to him, that that is what his worth is, is how he can make these men want him or have other young people look up to him because, oh, he became a star on YouTube and he's getting all this attention, you know, and, and you know, everybody's smart enough to realize that it's not just about this one kid. I hope everybody knows that any time they put a YouTuber up there that, you know, came from out of nowhere and he's getting all this coverage in the media and everything. It's because they want the hundredth monkey syndrome to happen. They want some other little kid that's being raised by the television or the internet that's bored, that's not getting the attention saying, oh, Desmond's getting it, doing this. Who, You know, when a kid is not getting love and attention, uh, they'll probably do anything. And in the black community, I hate to say it, in the urban community, the things that I have heard working in schools of, of what uh, 
you know, certain predators, people are doing, uh, offering them uh, clothes, shoes that their parents can't afford, uh, aspects of a lifestyle, wine and dined, um, all this kind of stuff that the kids are like, oh, well, you know, they have to compete at school because it's all about how they look. If they don't look right, then they can't, they can't function socially. And the thing is, how much you, could you possibly be focusing on learning with that, with that kind of game happening? And that is happening everywhere where it's all about how we look and not who we are and what we're doing manifesting that is affecting all of us in the collective. What is our identity? I'm going to keep asking it until, you know, people start talking about it. What is our identity? Are we just here? Are we just seriously? <clears throat> are we the sheep? Are we the sheep that the elites and the globalists keep talking about? Oh, they're just, you know, it doesn't matter if we take their junk. It doesn't matter if we just, uh, you know, totally make it popular to, you know, we'll do this mind games on them, you know, completely invert all the values that have ever been in humankind. And, uh, and once these people lose their identity and they go into the hive mind and they're connected to the internet they've won at that point they're in control because you don't you've forgotten who you are you've changed who you are on the inside to suit the pressures that are facing you on the outside we're 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 under a lot of pressure like the fake diamonds that Mag was talking about this morning, made in a lab. That's what human beings are now, you know, they're saying they, they're going to be growing people in labs, birthing people from cows in plastic bags like the Netflix show or whatever. This stuff doesn't, I'm not trying to, you know, someone sitting there, this is not calming my spirit. I can't, I'd rather go listen to a bunch of lies and just, just be brainless. That way I don't have to think. And that way I don't I won't be asked to do anything to actually contribute to society to to stop it. All these problems, all this stuff is somebody else's problem. No, it's our problem. It's our problem, people. What are we gonna do about it before it gets too late? We don't know who the collective, we don't know, we're not standing up for anything. I mean, some of us are, but uh, we're divided up in so many slices and we're starting to get a vision of who these globalists are and the kind of abuse that is indoctrinated into their families. And if you think when they take over, that, that that they're not going to change it to what they do behind closed doors. Y'all better wake it up. Don't just worry about the individuality or the safety of any one group, any one state, anyone, your race, your sex. 
your gender, your kids, your this, that, because the fate of the weakest of humanity, how the lowliest human being is treated on this planet means that it's possible anywhere. It's possible anywhere. The Christians being persecuted in China. What's forever happening to Palestinians? What's going on in Yemen? I mean, it's Venezuela. Hello. We're all suffering. We are all in debt to this clandestine group of people that we just won't snap... We won't snatch it back. We can't even. It's like Voldemort. It's like Kaiser Soldier. We we first half the people don't know who's doing it, and then the people that know, nobody knows. Nobody can talk about how to hold the people that are holding us at ransom, that are cheating and and creating fake debt fake debt on so many levels I don't just mean money karmic debt all kinds of debt because this country so many countries have done atrocities and we think that because we didn't have a conscious decision or that we didn't know that you know Every single thing that every one of us is, that we do, that we let slide, that we, whatever, every single thing that we do is what we get. I try to put all my strength into my spirituality, but I see that there does have to be a balance because people can't, if people don't see the material, then, then they just don't see the value. And uh, that's sad. But we've got to realize that who we're up against, what's up against humanity, they're fighting a silent war on us. Silently corrupting the water. Silently putting these dust particles in the air silently while you're at work your kids are being indoctrinated and visited by these people silently while you think your kid is asleep they're listening to Desmond and his friends talk about drugs and glorifying it it's all silent and it's all we're all over the place and so distracted that we are not you know talking or forming any kind of opposition and so we can talk about it till we're blue in the face we know this corruption is going on the people that are awake have to at some point say well what are we going to do until we do that there's no change Kyla Powers Radio okay here we go Tyler Powers Radio. I think it's the 17th of January, 2008. Well, I don't suppose that it's, it's important, but their names are actually Manuel Chavez and James Brown. One of them calls himself the Fargo and the other the Dreamcatcher. And they started this QAnon as a live action role-playing game. And they started posting what they call... Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> what I doing? 
totally. I can't believe this hits me right at this time. I need a minute, guys. That story was a little harder. 15,000 pedophiles around the world have been arrested, and a third of the elites. Jim Willie says the third of the elites have been taken out. And I mean, they're dead. And so, what, what, what kind of proof is that? Wouldn't it be on the TV and everywhere? If it's true, it's true, and we hear it everywhere. Not only in corners. This is going on. We're making the same mistakes again. I can't take it. The unions of the government workers, the 800,000 furloughed government workers, were initiating a suit. So Trump had this plan in advance to stop this lawsuit. This is a very intelligent man. Signed by Pence, our vice president, on the 2nd of January, when the guy who walked in with the two Yukon Jack bottles filled with explosives and tried to blow Trump up, we warned him about three months ago. He signed the Government Employee Fair Treatment Act of 2019, which says, if you've been working during the shutdown, we'll pay you. But it also says, so all these people sitting at home who weren't working aren't going to get paid. It also says if you have any leave, any sick leave, any personal leave, we're going to give you all the pay for all your leave. So they were laid off, but um, unlike getting laid off in private industry, you know, you might have three or four weeks of leave uh, ready to go, and then they fire you. Well, you don't get paid for that leave. President Trump has, is going to pay the government workers for their leave. That's, That's it. That's good. That's good. Hallelujah on that. Sucking of the American public. Uh, multi, we have a $17 billion Medicaid fraud case right here in front of us we've been investigating. Um, unbelievable fraud. And yet we had to stop and talk about two mama's boys Which who one? posted anonymously without their face. You can't see them. You don't know their name. You don't know where they live. All you know is they're posting lies anonymously and they're so outrageous and they're so easy to confirm as a lie. But, you know, Jane, you said something. You said you can't believe them. You can't blame America. They're looking, for, they're looking for Trump to do something like arrest those who commit murder and treason. Well, how did you put it, Jane? Well, I said, I said, the people so desperately want justice in the country right. that they they want to believe something like this is going to happen, and you can't blame them because our country does not have rule of law anymore. Yeah, but you gotta be sure. You can't risk it all when you don't have concrete confirmation. So when these two guys come along, they're they're hoping that oh my gosh, maybe something something will happen and there will be uh, justice to some of this horrible things that are going on, but no. It turns out that Trump is not going to arrest those who commit treason. So if you thought he was, forget it. It ain't happening. These are the elites. He's only one guy. He, but it he's got... Needs, it needs to come from the ground up. The people need to organize like the, the yellow vests in Italy. Did I not say this? Of France and we, as a ground movement, it has to come from the ground up. It has to come from the people. It's not going to happen unless we do it. That is the only way it's going to work. President Trump doesn't have the guts to activate the military and arrest these people. He, there's too much corruption at the top. There's been too many years of infiltration, corruption, and one guy is surrounded by he thinks a good guy, but turns out to be a bad guy. Well, who can he trust? He's one guy. So he can't trust anybody, even the person that's waiting to take his job. We cannot only depend on President Trump. 
the people have to do it and then he'll put in the slam dunk like Michael Jordan but the only way we can be sure is if we have a movement and do it ourselves it's got to be it's got to be grassroots I understand so anyway that's my there thoughts. will not be mass arrests until President Trump picks up the phone and activates the military he cares. and says smash it and another thing and, and another thing we have been so dumbed down by our school system and so uh girl you better preach it it's like the, the, the schools are uh they're the kids they can't think for themselves they're told what to say, think they're told what to do it's what's the word i'm looking for Kids who get out of high school for the and, last 20 years haven't been able to so, change. Yeah, so they can't think for themselves. So, you know, I mean, this is what's been happening. This is what's been happening. We've got people coming out of school taught by idiots, and they're coming out as idiots, and they turn on the boob tube, and they become boobs, and then they do whatever the TV. If you have a television in your house, you can't join the fight. That's the way it is. Because that thing brainwashes you, it turns up part of your brain. Yes, the kids have been brainwashed. And so they go to school. And militarized to the point where told what to do, sit down, do this, do that, don't think, you know. So there I was don't, no remorse from No, they said we don't feel bad about it. We don't feel bad about lying to they the should be arrested. making up lies after lies. They feel no remorse. No. It's over. You know, it? that's the whole point. This, you know, our country is in deep trouble. And these guys are ha ha having fun at the expense of a lot of people. And in, they, look at the talent these guys have. They could be putting their talents to a, such a better use. They could be shutting down the, the banking. They probably work for the globalists. Wake it up. Or they could be yeah. shutting down the Medicaid yeah. fraud. Instead, they're making lies. They're la la la, yeah. Role-playing game. No, it's a lie. Yeah, it's, it's a, a game. game. Well, what amazes me, what amazes me is how many Americans thought that President Trump was part of this and condoning it and was like yeah 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 he really never he really never he 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 was probably like i don't know what they're crazy about or maybe he was he was happy for the information let's 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 wake it up let's not be so stupid and maybe the next time if i get intuition people like me and say something to you Stop looking at my room. Stop looking at whether I have fat. Stop looking at whether I brushed my hair. And listen to what it is that I'm saying. You see, there. This well, our country is spoiled. We haven't had to live through a real horrible recession, war, anything. So. The younger generation is not And we have a president who tuned in. the frazzle rat, and she, he called it that woman, not Hillary. He said, if I was president, you'd be in jail. Well, he is president. She's not in jail. Yeah, but look at what they did. Look at her, the, look at her support group that came against him. Activate my 300 volunteers well, currently in the military. We'll bash heads in Congress, okay. but you won't do it, will but you, But this Mr. is president? a grounds-up thing, Bill. The president won't act. But he is doing some things. He's doing more than any other president has done, and I can't criticize him for that. No. But he's not going to arrest those committing treason. Just a few pedophiles and letting the bank people go out. And anybody who thinks the Federal Reserve System is going to go away is got rocks in there. 
britches. It ain't happening. President Trump is not going to take down the Federal Reserve System. He's going to try. And all of you just talking about it over and over, that's not going to take it down either. We have to talk about what is the heavy lifting that actually needs to happen for the people to make that move, to make that happen. What would it take for the people to close the reserve? What would it take for the people to get the pedophiles and all these corrupt people under arrest? And let me tell you something, that that whole Q thing, all it did was eat up your time so that you could not figure out to start talking about exactly what I'm saying, solutions. It wasted your time and 5G will be here in a freaking minute and they can do the mind control and there's no fighting after the mind control. Once the full hive mind control is up, you will not be fighting anything. So please, now that you're, the Q illusion is gone, you better wake up and realize that there's not a lot of time for the people to get off their butts and get the job done because the government is not going to police itself. They ain't gonna do it. They're gonna go, they're gonna. He refuses to activate the military. Kicking and screaming. He refuses to take out They'll the They'll take the whole world's economy down first. That's correct. Before they say uncle. That's correct. They need to be terminated. Mm -hmm. and the demons need to be removed from this planet. So when you pray tonight, pray that those demons are removed. God bless. Thank you very much. And you are the coolest audience in the world. Pray for Trump's safety, and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> He's still saying pray for Trump's safety. I do pray for Trump's safety. But what about the safety of the American people? You still don't get it. Oh, God, you people are just brain dead. Nothing is gonna help you people just i don't know nothing can help you nothing can help you i see that now anyway uh, how do you like, like that boys a cop <laughs> and we went for it i went for it treated him like a kid brother and I was going to fifty fifty with a cop. Maybe they were waiting for another one. questioning and this is why i do believe he picked william barr now remember barr has praised the integrity of special counsel robert mueller while at the same time committing to find out whether the fbi's russia investigation which mueller eventually took over was conducted i can't i can't this doesn't go on
running out of options that they are now propping up those previously unknown person. What? They're not running out of anything. All these to run for the highest office in 2020. Bernie Sanders is still unacceptable for the Democrats. Anyway, it is interesting to note that the recent resignation of the World Bank President Jim Yong Kim, that was huge guys, not only coincided with the fall of the U.S. Supreme Court Justice Bader uh, Ginsburg and Serena Rothschild, both uh, died obviously, but it also is a navigating, it is also navigating along the same path as his predecessor, ex-Goldman Sachs banker Robert Zolich who himself resigned as WB chief along the thousands of contact, but not rubber and plastic. But the real giveaway is the linear and pulse patterns that the energy weapon have swept across the targeted areas. And we all remember that. There's a small picture of it for you. Just did not make any sense, guys. The pseudo-environmentalists are expected to capitalize on this for their uh, nefarious global warming climate change mantra that the Trump government happens to be in complete disagreement with. Here's the kicker, though. The Pacific Gas and Electric Company, PG&E Corporation, is now preparing to file for bankruptcy after the successful ignition of the California wildfire. Um, Unbelievable, guys. And I have a a podcast over that if you care to check back later in the videos uh, for previous videos. California's largest power company, facing up to $30 billion in potential liability over its role in recent California wildfires, said early Monday it intends to file for bankruptcy. Pacific Gas and Electric said it plans to file the petition to reorganize under Chapter 11 of the U.S. Bankruptcy Code on or about January 29, 2019. And guys, this came out yesterday, so it's very up-to-date. The company was acting under a new state law requiring it to tell employees at least 15 days before a change of control in the company, including the bankruptcy filing CBS News. It so happens that one of the board of directors is Mr. Kimmel, who is the vice chairman of the Rothschild Incorporated. I also had that uh, mentioned in a video of mine earlier uh, a couple weeks ago. International investment banking firm and has held a position since January 2001. Prior to the joining Rothschild Incorporated, Mr. Kimmel was a partner in the international law firm of Latham and Watkins LLP. Mr. Kimmel has been a director of PG&E Corporation and Pacific Gas and Electric Company since 2009. He also is the non-executive chairman of the board of Indo International PLC, global specialty healthcare company. Oh Lord. He was formerly a director of Shift Nutrition International Incorporated, Vitamins and Nutritional Supplement Company from 1996 to 2012. Um, We are, excuse me, what are the odds that a Rothschild stooge is sitting at the helm of PG&E and that same company was reported to have its own transmission towers triggered that triggered the wildfire? Today, the Central Bank of Russia indicated that over the last six months, it has unloaded its dollar reserves further down to 21.9% when it converted 100 billion foreign reserves into yuan, yen, and euro, in line with the systematic decapitation of the Rothschild Jesuit banking empire. The Russians are already preparing for a complete shutdown of the Visa and MasterCard, 
with their own MIR payment system. Whoa. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve System can't hide its own bankruptcy anymore while it is undergoing its own covert blackout or bailout that is probably very hard to trace, much like the Pentagon failed its first ever audit. As most of us know, all private central banks are under a common umbrella controlled by the Rothschild banking dynasty, and the same operation that they did in 2008 is now being used to keep the Federal Reserve itself afloat. Um, this is basically an open-running bailout. Under this structure, you can transfer assets out of the federal government into private ownership, and nobody will know, and nobody can stop it. God, they're such crooks. I hope they burn. This is no oversight whatsoever. You can't even know who is doing it. I'm telling you, they just took the United States government. They just changed the governance model by accounting policy to a fascist government. If you are an investor, you don't know who owns those assets, and there is no evidence that you do. If the law says you have to produce audited financial statements and you refuse to do so for 20 years, and then when somebody calls you on it, you proceed to change the accounting laws that you say you can now run secret books for all of the agencies and over 100 related entities. We cannot sit around and passively depend on a guy we elected president. The president cannot fix this. We need to fix this. This is the Main Street versus Wall Street. This is honest book versus dirty books. If you want the United States in 10 years to resemble anything what it looks like 20 years ago, you are going to have to do it, and there is no one else who can do it. You have to first get the intelligence to know what is happening, Catherine Austin Fitz. In the last 72 hours, the U.S. stealth B-2 bomber is positioned in Hawaii to make a statement. Russia is responding with its deployment of 30 Poseidon strategic underwater nuclear drones that are designed to create tsunami waves up to 500 meters, enough to wipe out shoreline vessels and marine bases. But it is the Chinese space program that is making the tectonic headlines across the world as it successfully landed an unmanned spacecraft and a rover, which beamed its other's cameras, its other cameras showing off the far side of the moon. This feature is not, or this feat is not only politically symbolic, but it gives a real measure in the right direction as it emboldens the Chinese to pursue the construction of a manned space station specifically designed to curtail and neutralize the massive Western weaponization of space that had been already used against China more than one occasion, i.e. Tianjin Blast and several earthquakes, not just in China, but also in Southeast Asia. There is one thing left for China to do, i.e. the massive unloading of its U.S. Treasury bonds to pin down the deep state-controlled fiat financial system. This will be doubled down with India taking over the current U.S. second economic position at number two. Hopefully, at that situation, would would, would unite Americans against their own common enemies, that is the Wall Street bankers, the military-industrial complex, and Big Pharma. Interestingly, it's very clear by now that there are sectors in the U.S. government that is also coordinating with China in order to defuse tensions in the South China Sea, which means that some of those anti-China rhetorics are only meant to assure the deep state that their interests are still being considered by the Trump government. This strategy, 
confuses and tortures the deep state players about their fate in the coming days and weeks. The border wall rhetorics and the government shutdown along with it are merely shadow boxing, but real actions are being taken care of behind the scenes. There are reports that some personalities are already being hoarded off to the newly renovated Guantanamo Bay prisons. Priority are given to those who profited from the endless wars of terror. Guys, this was a very, uh, very good article. Geopolitics.com. Please check them out. Um, I felt that I needed to share that with you guys because um, a lot's changing for the better. Uh, we need to keep our chins up and stay optimistic because the White Hats, the Alliance, are winning. I believe they've already won, and they are just trolling. The I, 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 I don't know what proof you have of these White Hats. What is the proof? I, I don't see where you are so confident. I really don't see it. I, I hope you're right, but I can't, I can't get behind it. You, you read a lot of articles. I don't see anything actionable happening. If you're winning, you could see it, even in the media. Even in the media, you'd be able to tell. People, don't judge anything by what you see on MSM or even what you see in Trutherville. We have to do the work. And that's it. Or we're going to be fools. They took us for fools. And luckily, you know, maybe we'll learn a lesson. Almost. So we don't know exactly so I don't know exactly when Desmond's mom started her obsession with Michael, if it was uh, when the movie came out or maybe something else. I am going to show you something else kind of interesting, although it won't really answer the question. But this is basically my theory is that she, Wendy Liu, at some point developed a hibistrophiliac obsession with Michael Alec, the murderer, and then sort of instilled that into her son. And I'll show you a few more bits of evidence to support that. In fact, get this uh, bookmark here. One of these, yeah, this one, this Instagram photo here is was posted to Desmond's account on Christmas. And it's him with a book called Club Kids. So that's obviously pictures of the club kids, Michael Alec and the gang. We're talking all about their history and all that kind of stuff. So, like, like how would a 10-year-old kid even know about this stuff down 15 years before he was born? Though it has to be given to him by someone, and we have even more evidence to support that it was instilled in him, and I'll show you that now. Okay, so where, where, do, where does your fashion sense come from? My fashion sense comes from... Colorfulness Club Kids with Space. Who's like your favorite club kid? Michael Alec and James St. James. Michael Alec and Jane St. James. So sit back so I can ask you some more questions. So when did when was the first time that you ever did drag? Uh, when I was two years old when I watched the first episode of RuPaul's Drag 
Drag Race, honey. Two years old, first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Your tongue pops better than me. So at two years old, Desmond watched RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, I don't know if you've ever watched a two-year-old, but they don't have a whole lot of autonomy. And this is the thing that gets me. It's like, if you're going to put on something for a two-year-old to watch, normally you're going to pick something like My Little Pony or Strawberry Shortcake, you know, something made for kids. If you're if watching mother... RuPaul's Drag Race with your two- I wonder if his mother is a man. Old, it's probably because out. you, the adult, wanted to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. You know what I'm saying? If I was watching Better Call Saul with my two-year-old, it's because I was I wanted to watch Better Call Saul. It's not because I thought my two-year-old would be into it. You know what I'm saying? And I know I'm doing a lot of reaching in this video, but I think you guys can give me this one. I think we can conclude that Wendy Lou has a personal interest in RuPaul's Drag Race. And even just that is kind of telling because if you ever read the interviews that Wendy Lou has done, she always claims that all of this came from Desmond. They didn't influence him at all. He just came out the womb absolutely fabulous and into drag. And it's like, well, that's awfully convenient if that's true, but you also happen to be really into drag and costume design and makeup and stuff like that. It's kind of a funny coincidence, I guess. But now again, look who's back. It's Michael Alec. This is a picture of RuPaul and Michael Alec together in the past. RuPaul was one of the club kids that came up around the same time in New York City with Michael. You can even find videos of them back in the day together on YouTube. Like there was this little intimate birthday party of RuPaul's in some New York apartment with less than 10 people and Michael Alec was there. So he was close enough to RuPaul that he'd get invited to her intimate birthday party. And also RuPaul is mentioned as one of Michael's club kids on Michael's Wikipedia page. So I just think it's really interesting how all roads lead back to Michael Alec. And if my theory is correct and Wendy Lou had like this hibistrophilic obsession with Michael Alec, that could explain how she got into RuPaul because she would start exploring his life and the lives of the people who surrounded him, consuming everything she could because of her obsession. So that's pretty much my case. I realize it's very flimsy, but I thought it was interesting enough, whether it's true or not, to put together a video and show this to you guys. Also, I do have one last thing I wanna show you, RE My Case, and it's a clip from the actual interview itself with Michael and Desmond. Now, this is a very awkward clip, and by the way, I've watched a few of the videos on Michael's YouTube channel, and they're all like this. They're all awkward and kind of sad and desperate, and it's not surprising that his channel has grown that much because he's been doing this like since he got out of jail he's got hundreds of videos on there and only managed to put together 9,000 subs so far but you'll see in this clip Michael starts to bring up the story of how they were able to like secure this interview with Desmond and the start of the story has to do with Desmond asking Wendy Lou to show him a older picture of her now unfortunately we don't get to actually hear what that picture was or how it led to the interview with Michael Alec because this other dude here, Ernesto or Emilio or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, this dude's obviously maintained a semblance of cognitive function even though he's clearly used a few recreational chemicals in his day. You can tell just by looking at him. But he kind of swoops in and deftly intercepts whatever bean it was that Desmond was about to spill. But again, I'm just, I'm just speculating here, but could it be that the photo 
photo that Wendy Liu showed Desmond of herself back in the day had some kind of connection to Michael Alec. Maybe Wendy Liu was like a club, club kid herself. Maybe she was with some of his Michael's friends. I mean, we don't know again because this Ernesto guy doesn't clearly doesn't want us to know what this story is. But if it was something along those lines, it would make sense because Michael is a narcissist and narcissists have a real knack for directing the conversation towards things that make them seem good. So if the story involved Wendy Liu having some kind of admiration for Michael, it would make sense that the narcissist would want to direct the conversation in that way. Anyway, I'm going to play the clip for you now and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Well, you told your mom to ask, you asked your mom to get me a picture of her, didn't you? You wanted to see what she looked like when she was younger. Mm-hmm. That was like a few months ago. And a few months later, this is what happens. So she showed you a picture from Nelson. The picture was the so who, Nelson. Where do you get your clothes? Um, my mom's friend gave Intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. It was With Desmond's mom, there's something really wrong. I can't believe she don't know what's going on. She don't stop what's going on. Yeah. Intercepted. All right, so that's basically the video. Uh, I will say Wendy Lou is not the only potential hibistrophile we're dealing with here, which is usually the case. Usually whenever people do these terrible things, they have like tons of women coming after them. That Nicholas Cruz kid, the Parkland shooter who murdered 13 of his fellow students, has received dozens or hundreds of love letters. You know, I first heard about hibistrophilia uh, when I was living in Montreal and a guy who lived in my neighborhood who I think his name was Luke Magnota or something like that he like killed his roommate and ate it and put it on film and he was a really weird looking dude like he'd had tons and tons of plastic surgery and he and i remember hearing that all these women were sending him love letters and that was when i first became aware of this incredibly disturbing phenomena that will make you lose faith in at least half the world's population if not all of it but if you go on the videos on michael's channel particularly the videos uh with desmond are telling but in the comment sections you'll see these women they're, they're always have, they always have female names, these YouTube accounts. And they're like, oh, I love you so much, Michael. Oh, Michael's a beautiful soul. You know, stuff like that. It's like, what the fuck? Like, they know what he did. How can they say this? And uh, on the Desmond videos particularly, because you have people there commenting like, why is this kid hanging around this dude? This is fucked up. And I think that's a fair observation to make. And then you'll have these women who are like, oh, he served his time. He's paid his debt to society. Leave Michael alone. He didn't do nothing, you know? But I'm not feeling that. I think it's a totally fair question to ask that's why i made this video to ask that question why is this kid hanging around this dude and here's uh some parting food for thought the interview with desmond was recorded in december 2017 back in february of 2017 michael alleg was arrested for smoking crystal meth and trespassing in the bronx park you know, I'm no big city judge, but I kind of feel like if you go to jail for murder and you blamed the murder on your drug use and then you get caught smoking crystal meth, I feel like you should go back to jail. But I don't know. That's just me. Anyway, 
as you can see, uh, this happened months before the interview, so you really got to wonder what's going on in Wendy Lou's head that she would think it's okay for her kid to be around this guy. So, And this is a thing that's still going on. It's a situation we're going to watch unfold in real time, and it's not going to end well. They actually uploaded a video just a week ago titled, What's Next When You're Amazing at 10? And the video is them sitting uh, outside talking about Desmond is amazing, maybe hoping that Wendy will see that and, and arrange for a chance for them to, you know, bite off some more of Desmond's shine. But it's, it's just creepy. It's just creepy seeing these two dudes upload a video talking about a 10-year-old kid, and especially because Michael is completely whacked out on drugs. I'm just going to give you a little tiny sample here so you can see that I'm not exaggerating. This dude is high as fuck in this video. Welcome to the pew! Okay, that was totally weird. Um, I'd like to get the LGBT point of view on this. Uh, I'm going to look for it. Here we go. Our society is changing right in front of our eyes. Hey, welcome back again to today's video. Opinions. We have some LGBT news today coming from Desdenapolis. Now, if you haven't heard of who that is, child drag queen that it, there is some massive concern on the internet being raised about could be being exploited. Let's get into that. One article goes on to say that in early December, an 11-year-old boy named Desmond Napolis, who appears on YouTube and other places around the web as Desmond is Amazing, danced in drag. Okay, we know all that. Oh. I want perspectives. Let's see if we can find them. If a boy likes dressing up as a girl, I don't see an inherent problem. What I mean by that is that it's not automatically harmful. Tell me, have you ever seen the sun? I mean, she's, she's really pale. Sorry. But it can be. And in this case, I think it is, because not only is he around like adults that are dangerous and have been sentenced for heavy crimes, but he's around adults who are strangers, period. There was no reason for him to be in a gay bar. There was no reason for him to be in a bar, period. And there was no reason for him to be in any kind of adult venue focused on adults. If you were in a venue for children, that would be a different story. This is not like the support for a sport because if you're playing a sport, the idea is that if your 10-year-old likes to play soccer, he's gonna be playing soccer with other 10-year-olds. There's gonna be a ref or a coach who's an adult who is meant to look after them and it is a controlled situation most of the time. A bar or club, whether his parents are there or not, seems almost inconsequential because they don't really seem to have much of a problem with any of this, which to me reads as parents there or not there, kind of the same thing. Anyway, having your kid being in a club surrounded by adults who are throwing money at him as if he were a stripper is not appropriate at age 11. Like, at age 11, a child and sexualization have no reason to be in the same room. They have no reason to be in the same universe. They are separate and should remain that way. However, his parents are introducing him into situations where there's automatic sexualization. Like, whether we like it or not, bars almost always have some kind of connotation, you know? Like in movies, people meeting up in bars or hooking up after a night at the bar. So there's no reason for a child to be at a bar. There just isn't, okay? Especially not... Okay, that's a regular female's uh, opinion. 
I'm looking for LGBT opinion. Um, that's what I want to hear. Um, I know they have opinions. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. And I'm really having to look. Uh, I'm really having to look. Wow. Okay, let's put this guy. He looks like he has self-destructive. I don't know who it is. But can't judge it by looks. But he looks uh, like he's known what kind of I'm going, folks. Um, I'm just going live for this appeal. Okay. There's this little guy. Okay, I, people are really upset about this. I want to know what Adrian thinks. I, he's got to have talked about it. Let me see. I'd be surprised if he hasn't talked about it. Let's see. Adrian Expression. Uh, wow. He's not talking about it. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Okay. Wow. I don't see anything on it. I don't see anything on it. Wow. Okay. If I find it, I will update the episode. Um, but uh, I think we got everything that you need for today. That we just, it's like things are happening and it's like literally just getting away from us. But if anybody did this to a young child that was a female, I think people would be up in arms. I personally have issues with like, you know, the beauty pageants and all that stuff at four years old. And, you know, sometimes the dance routines, the costumes, whatever is crossing the line. But no matter if it's a girl or a boy, because as we know, John Benet was a boy. She was John. She wasn't Benet. But anyway, um, that's terrible. I was going to say, oh, she's more Eric Benet. No, I'm just, that's, I'm just, stop. Okay. We don't need kids out there doing that. We need children protected. And uh, this is what upsets me. And I, I just broke out just now. Just hearing this whole story just made me want to just break out. Uh, but it's kind of like we talk about this stuff. And we could talk about what's going on all day to raise awareness. But what are we doing about it? Why can we not get together on things like this? And where are the police? Isn't Aren't laws being broken? I mean, I just, where are these, these, uh, former criminals, parole officers? I mean, it just, it's just, it's just outrageous to me. And I just say a prayer. I say a prayer right now to protect children. And if you're a parent and you really are not gonna protect, have any intentions on being attentive to your child, don't, don't do it. You know, that basically what it is, is these parents are exploiting these children for money and fame. That's basically all it is. And if you're, if the parent is willing to do that, the producers of a reality show, why wouldn't they be They're They're there to make money. It's a business and it's happening. You parents of kids in entertainment, it's happening. You, you have people all throughout this business that, um, 
see your kid as a cash cow and they don't care if you know any kind of abuse transgendering whatever they don't they don't think anything you know even at an early age there's no point in time where they feel that it's wrong so adults have every right to do whatever they want with themselves but kids that are underage you don't you don't know what you want to do at two at three at four even at 11 um it's a debate that it's really not we're we're not even having the debate we just have people that are like no this is like child abuse and then everybody else is silent because really they don't have a problem with it and so nothing nothing is going to be happening against it because no one's moving against it and that's sad asserted that laws against bigamous persons cohabitating with more than one woman and women cohabitating with a bigamous was unconstitutional. That's interesting because if you look at the unsaid component, the innocuous component is that no problem with women living with multiple men. See, this is preferring women having the advantage. If you read between the lines, it's always about the unsaid component. Whenever somebody brings something up, you have to look at what's not being said because they always say the nice thing and then they bury the negative objected to laws against prostitution because prostitution is a consensual act between adults. Hmm, there's that word again, consensual. So it's a consensual act between adults, and if you have the right to consent as a 12-year-old, then prostitution of 12-year-old kids should be legal. When you put these together, that's what the equation equals here. Gotta read between the lines. Ginsburg wrote that the Mann Act, which punishes those who engage in interstate sex trafficking of women and girls, is offensive. Yeah, probably because it's called the Mann Act. Such acts should be considered within the zone of privacy. So if I want to prostitute my 12-year-old child who is of legal age of consent as an adult, it's nobody's business but mine because it's a private matter and it'd be offensive to regard it in any other way, right? Demand that we firmly reject draft or combat exemption for women. So this sounds like, hey, you know, that's only fair. If men get drafted, so should women. Otherwise, it's sexist. But again, what's the unseen component here? Who's going to be home to raise the child when mom and dad have been drafted? The state. This is exactly what the feminist movement did when they got women in the workplace. They not only had 50% more people to tax, but the child was left to be raised by the state. The educational institutions, the media, their comic books, and all the mockingbird media surrounding them. Propaganda. An indefatigable censor, Ginsburg listed hundreds of sexist words that must be eliminated from all statute. Among these words she found offensive were man, woman, man-made, mankind, husband, wife, mother, father, sister, brother, son, daughter, service man, longshore man, postmaster, watchman, seamanship. <laughs> <laughs> and to man 
a vessel. Let's not identify as male or female, as adult, as child. We're just gray sheeple, right? No identity whatsoever because it's all so very offensive. Wanted he, she, him, her, his, and hers to be dropped down the memory hole. They must be replaced with he, she, her, him, and hers, his. The federal statutes must use the bad grammar of plural constructions to avoid third person singular pronouns. This is absolutely idiotic. Condemn the Supreme Court's ruling of Harris v. McRae and claim that the taxpayer-funded abortion should be a constitutional right. Now look, I don't know what your beliefs are on abortion. I'm not trying to have that conversation, but we have been duped. The bottom line is that by four to six weeks, the child has fingers and toes. They've got a beating heart. They've got brain tissue developing and now get your tinfoil hats ready, because when you abort a baby, it's actually a sacrifice to Moloch or Baal. You can look more into this if you want to, and uh, once you go down this rabbit hole, there's not a lot of arguing that you can do on that. But we'll move along. This link takes you to this article right here. Senators overlooked radical record of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And this basically goes over everything that we've been talking about. She is a fucking nightmare. Who are the doctors currently treating RBG? Could it be... Same. What other political, former, current, senior political heads are they affiliated with? Well, I looked into it and we found this very interesting doctor right here, Murray Brennan. And he's got quite the stellar career, but then we look over here. Oh! He is a Knight Grand Companion of the New Zealand Order of Merit, which was started by none other than Elizabeth II. There's a very interesting story, and I'll post the link below, on how old Lizzie here took 10 kids out for a field trip, and they never came back, and the English news media buried the story. Horrific. What off-market drugs are being provided to Ruth Bader Ginsburg in order to sustain minimum daily function? Well, let's see. I would say stem cell injections to regenerate her lungs from having two cancerous nodes removed, and quite possibly adrenochrome infusions. Little known fact that young blood has platelet-rich plasma, PRP. These platelets and the adrenaline released during torture help regenerate your organs and keep you young. So when you look at these people that don't seem to age, ask yourself, how many times have they been infused with adrenochrome? What is the real medical diagnosis of Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I would say she's terminal. I would say that they are just prolonging the inevitable. Who is managing her care? This guy right here. Who is really managing her care? Probably a staff of horrific Nazi scientists. The clock is ticking. Yeah, and you don't stop. I told you I'm just like a clock when I tick and I suck. Panic in DC. Q. Of course the clock is ticking. They'll do anything to keep her alive. They've done this with Herbert Walker. They will delay 
the death of people, or at least the death of people on paper, in order to strategically create a blockage. The last thing they want is for Trump to appoint one more Supreme Court justice with a life term. Post 2654 takes us to this link. Trump says appointing acting cabinet heads grant more flexibility. And all this little tiny article comes down to is the appointment of Matt Whitaker as a temp. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramucci model. Who's Scaramucci? Is this cat right here? Nicknamed the Mooch. He was a temp as White House Director of Communications. Ten days after Scaramucci was appointed, Trump fired him. So this is a model of just disposable people that are there to do what they are needed to do, and then they are discarded. Public opinion optics do not matter. Yeah, I don't think Trump gives two shits about what anybody thinks. He's been attacked nonstop since he's become president, and uh, I think he's far beyond the point of caring. He's got a job to do. Temps can be dangerous to those who are targeted. Q. They can be dangerous because a temp doesn't necessarily care. He's not concerned with how the long-term repercussions or implications are gonna affect his career. So they can be completely free agents that do the right thing without worrying about optics negatively affecting their career down the line. Let's move to 2655. Q asks, how many authorized FISA umbrella survey warrants targeting those who illegally targeted blank are currently active? This is likely POTUS or Trump, either one would fit in there, fine. Upstream collection can be very revealing. I'm assuming they mean upstream as an opposed to downstream. So the initial one gathered a bunch of illegal information, but the upstream coming from us can be very revealing. When you no longer control the levers of power, do Five Eyes allies buckle and cooperate in order to preserve and maintain their future? Now, for those of you that don't know or that are new to this, Five Eyes is an understanding between Australia, Canada, New Zealand, UK, and the United States that they will all spy on each other. And since, say, America can't spy on itself because that would be wrong, they'll just get one of these countries to spy on them and then they share the information. Definitely not kosher. This is very sketchy and uh, reform is coming because this is being abused and has been abused by the Obama administration to spy on POTUS through Carter Page. Germany losing okay, strong- I'm not covering all the few jobs. Are you ready for it?